Hi everyone, Shane here from Comex with uh, Jerome. Hey guys. Hey, we're here to talk to uh, the creators that are working on uh, issue one of uh, Comex Studio Presents. And um, yeah, so we'll just bring them straight on, I guess. Uh, we'll start with Rob Spedzy Lyle. Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, how you going? Good, mate. And then, yeah, man. Good to hear, good to hear. And then we'll bring on Ed. Hey, Ed. Hello. Hey. Now, How is everyone? Good, thanks, good, good, thanks. Good, good, good. Um, we were going to have Peter Wilson on as well, who's also working on the uh, the, the, the uh, comic, the anthology. But um, he's called in sick, I guess, you could say. Um, some personal matters he had to attend to, so such as life. And Isaac, well, he's just missing in action. So Isaac George. So maybe he'll pop up, maybe he won't. We don't know yet. So <laughs> Yeah, Peter's finally getting that boil on his face lanced, apparently. So, yes, good news. Oh, that was his actual face. Oh, sorry. I kid because I love. I kid because I yes, love. Yes, of course, of course. Well, what I'll do is... um. I bring up the, the picture here. So these are all the uh, the, the, the comics within a comic. Mm. We've got Vivian Jones, Occult Detective, Frederick Saloni, 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 Saloni. Okay, Chiloni. I got it eventually. Final Dragon and Foes. Awesome. So they're the uh, four stories that you can look forward to in Comic Studio Presents, uh, issue one coming out in August. Yeah. So I'll start with you, Rob, because you came on first. Yep. So what are you up to at the moment outside of Presents? Uh, so I, the main comic that I do, um, I am affectionately called the Toilet Guy. I do The Devil's Toilet. Yep. Uh, it's about a toilet that yep. escapes from hell and unwittingly brings with him um, a gateway from hell to Earth, which unleashes hell on Earth. Means the nice. can escape to Earth. So my story in Comics Presents is um, Frederick Cialone, Turtle Detective, and he is someone who himself is um, no stranger to fighting demons. He did so in 1889, I think it was. So characters from the end of The Devil's Toilet 2 go back in time to pull him from history and bring him into the now to help uh, them with their new getting rid of demons uh, situation. Uh, nice. And so the Comex Presents story is sort of like a prologue to Devil's Toilet 3. It shows you what Frederick Cialone was up to um, before Annika the Angel of Awesome and Meat Sack Jack went back in time to pluck him from he had Jack the Ripper. Well, look, I won't spoil it, but it's a good time. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, um, yourself, Ed. What you're working on, Radical? Is that right? Yeah, I'm. Uh, my comic is called Radical, which is this guy, and I'm just finishing up issue three at the moment. I get to do the colors cool. and the lettering, and yeah. So yeah, I have the first three issues is the the origin story of the character. Oh yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. And can you tell us a bit about your story in Presents? 
in presents i'm doing um final dragon which is a it's like a karate comic i'm um trying to get a mix between the the 90s image craziness and um like the shooter era um solid storytelling kind of um vibe with the thing i'm using right, a, cool. like a old school style coloring yeah. method so it looks like a, an old comic and it's a it's also based on double dragon Ooh. hell yeah oh, oh yes <laughs> i was gonna say is there a video game influence yeah there's there's a fair bit of video yeah. game influence like all the bad guys are the bad guys from um double dragon one and two and it's uh it's kind of the crux of the story is at the end of double dragon one if you're playing two players you have to fight each other to have an ultimate winner yep. so it's like the the two brothers have had a big fight and this is the fallout of it and we're, we're resolving the what happens when the two karate guys fight holy shit nice. i didn't realize awesome. that final final yeah. dragon so it's literally those two guys yeah there's one left working out who the final dragon is that's awesome yeah <laughs> final dragon oh and look who's just popped in isaac hello anyway. hey man how you doing buddy I'm late. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> better late than never that late. <laughs> <laughs> cool so <laughs> so do you want to um it's your turn you're so you're up right on the spot um do you want to tell us about uh bronwyn that you're working on at the moment um bronwyn i can actually show you some tea cool Actually, wow. I'll make it a bit bigger so we can see it properly. Poor Bromwyn, her face has been sucked to a vortex. It's like, no, no. But <laughs> no head. I have a habit of doing their faces last. And then I draw with marker, if I ruin the face, then the whole thing fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Is it because you don't like drawing faces and so you leave it to last? Or. Um, I never actually used to draw my figures with faces. All through high school, I found a way to like not include the face, like air blowing across it, or yeah. And now I do that with hands. <laughs> the Rob Liefeld would hide feet. You you hit the whole character's <laughs> head. Uh, nice. I'm better at hands now. Yeah. And then feet, I'm just like, mm, I don't need them. <laughs> like, there's a lot of panels now, I'm like. Closer to like feet walking past the air or past cells and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So, do you want to tell us? Oh, sorry. Um, do you want to tell us well, about the story on presents? So, Vivian. Vivian is a giraffe detective. He's nice. Set in the nineteen twenties. Uh, Vivian was my grandfather's name. So it's all family, kind of oriented still. Um, Bronwyn comes from my Irish ancestors, like looking into that. So it's all kind of family. Nice. That's good. Make but, it nice um, and personal. 
Yeah, my, yeah. my grandfather wasn't called Frederick, but he was a turtle. So um, <laughs> that still ties in. But um, he's, the first issue is part of his origin, and it sets up the villain for the 12 parts. Yep, cool. Very nice. And um, I'll just quickly bring up this picture and talk in uh, Peter's response. Uh, uh, I can't think of the word now. Um, in his place. There we go. Uh, his one is called Foes. Uh, it's a demon whose name, I, uh, oh, it's right there in front of me, Demontus, um, who's up against an alien called Zero. And I've had the good fortune to read most of, very nice there, Rob. Um, I've had the good fortune to read the first issue, so the first story, the first eight pages, and it's pretty much just an origin story of how this little demon got to Earth and how this alien got to Earth and what started their rivalry. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, trust me, you'll be looking forward to that one when it comes, when the, the book comes out. It's a great story. So yeah, Peter's art is crazy good. Um, yeah, his art's really good, and his storytelling's really good. I have yeah, a book um, called Vamoose. Now, that looks like I just segued into talking about myself, but Peter actually <laughs> has a story in the first issue of Vamoose. Right, it's yeah. like, how is this? Yeah. <laughs> Are we done talking about Peter? Because here's my stuff. Um, no, <laughs> Pete actually... Pete <laughs> <laughs> contributed nice. five pages of awesomeness in this, in this book, so it's really cool, so... If uh, you get a taste for Peter in uh, Comics Presents and you've still got some shekels left, you can check him out in the moose. Yeah, nice. Awesome. And shameless <laughs> plug. Shameless plug. I like it. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all yeah. about. Yeah. Roman number three. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, what we'll go into, we'll just ask some general questions so people can get to know you guys. Um, I think Jerome has some questions for you. Uh, they're just general questions. We'll just tell it to the group, yeah. and um, you can fight with each other over who gets to answer. So you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we just want people to know you guys. You know. So uh, yeah, let's start with something light. You know. Uh, first, guys, well, what got you into writing, drawing your comic books or graphic novels? You know, I mean. I, I think it's general consensus that we're all uh, comic book fans here, but uh, what started it all for you guys? I mean, let's start with uh, with Rob, you know? Um, well, what started my sort of, like, so I've always been drawing uh, for as long as I could remember. Uh, my, I sort of found my, well, I was going to say I found my style when I started ripping off The Simpsons. So I found Matt Groening's style. Um, and between um, Matt Groening's Simpsons and uh, a friend of mine's brother, Nick May, I sort of found my style as a meshing of both of theirs. Um, in terms of my love for comics, while well, I was a huge fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, and my friend Dan went to America and returned with a present for me, and it was issues seven and eight of um, Archie Turtle series. And I had had comics when I was quite young, like I'd had like three or four, like a Captain America and a Star Wars and, and something, but mm -hmm. um, 
when I read those total issues, I needed to read more. And when I went to get more, I found X-Force 1. And when I found X-Force 1, it was all over. I was, as you can see behind me, I became obsessed um, <laughs> and haven't looked back. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, who was the other ter um, uh, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan again? I, I forgot. Uh, it was... Oh. Yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> so uh, what about you, Ed? Um, well, my parents are British, so ever since I can remember, I've always had comics like Buster and um, Dandy and Beano, they're, they're British um, humor magazines. And then as um, as I got older, I started getting into, um, there's one called Oink, which was like a, a more teenager sort of, started um british human magazine and i was reading mad and i was picking up a lot of um like aussie reprints of of um dc and marvel stuff at uh, garage sales and things and then oh, in nice. the by the 90s i started getting the the proper marvel and dc stuff from the news agents and things and then found out about the alternate worlds in windsor and there from then on it was Pretty much all over and when i um started to want to make comics because I, I had been making like little comics ever since i was a little kid but um in year 10 in uh, 93 and they said you got to pick a thing that you're going to do for your job for the rest of your life i thought well i'll write comics and then so i tried to get my friends to draw them for me and they no one wanted to do it so i had to learn how to draw as well and then I just got addicted to it from then on. Nice, nice. That's that's a frustration. Uh, we have the same frustration that I, <laughs> I I was looking for people to draw stories that I write, but nobody wanted to. You know. <laughs> yeah, the best thing is to just pick up a pencil and start off. drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Zach? Um, I've always drawn. What made me really want to draw funny? Batman the Animated Series. Nice. Then, uh, when I got all of those Zena. Oh, yeah. Then, so, pretty much that. Zena was the first comic I actually bought with my own money. So. <laughs> so. Nice. That's really good. There's an actual lot of there with Zena. <laughs> so you can so, think through him mm -hmm. for everyone's suffering, really. So, uh, so what? What was your guy? Uh, what's this? What's what was your first involvement with the with the industry, guys? I mean, what you you started as uh, you started early as what artists and writers, you know. But what got you in the industry first? Uh, how about you, Ed? What? Um. Well, I uh, like I said, I started trying to make comics in '93. Um, I think it was around like about a year later that I started um, trying to make a, a superhero team book called Battle Tide. And that took me about three years to mm -hmm. figure out how to do it all. And um, I put that out in 97. So I put my first cool. book out in, in 97. Mm -hmm. And then um, I did a, I just, I did a um, couple of other comics and stuff through the late 90s and the early 2000s and then 
I kind of stopped for a long time and then came back doing it a couple of years ago with um, with Radical. So. Nice. Mm, yeah. Uh, so how about you, Zach? What was your first industry experience? Yeah. Uh, in high school, I had Rowan in my school news, newspaper, school magazine. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep, school so, magazine. Yep, uh, three comic strips of Bronwyn in that. Um, then I didn't touch Bronwyn again till 2010. Released a book in 2010 along with another book called Curse of Mandetas. Disappeared again till 2012. <laughs> I drew my next comic scavenger. Disappeared again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drew another mate's book uh ever after disappeared um, again <laughs> disappeared again then 2016 i relaunched Bronwyn and haven't stopped until tonight in 2021, you disappeared again. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> and then you I came on like, late. I feel like next year is a good year. Again. <laughs> Maybe it's so, a hiatus. <laughs> you're like another manga manga artist that uh, that I know. You know, disappears every now and then. <laughs> so, how about you, Rob? Uh, yeah, so I, when I was younger, um, I think it would have been 1993 or so, I did a comic called The Toxic Avengers. Now, I knew there was a character called The Toxic Avenger, and I knew there was a super team called The Avengers, but had anyone done a super team called The Toxic Avengers? I don't know. So <laughs> I had these characters that ran around, and they all called each other The Avengers, which was short for The Toxic Avengers. Um, so, but then the next book I wanted to do I teamed up with my, with a buddy, um, Dan May, and I said, I want to draw a book where I create one character, you create another character, and they go on adventures together. Um, so we, we, we drew it in year 10, I think so 1994 or something. Um, Kurt Cobain had just died. The, the nation was mourning. Meanwhile, we were drawing silly comics. Um, so I, I brought out my character. It was called mm -hmm. The Assassin. And he was essentially just the Punisher, but he was called the Assassin. And then so Dan brought his over and Dan's character was a big scrotum for a head and his name was Bollocks Brains. And I was like, well, the Assassin and Bollocks Brains, that's not really. So I drew a character called Nasal Fluff and we, our comic was Nasal Fluff and Bollocks Brains. Um, that took off. Image signed us immediately. We sold the rights to Netflix. Of course, it didn't even exist yet. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So I went away for a while. Went and hung out with Zach for a bit, and um, <laughs> then I came back with a book called "Badly Beaten Boy." Um, I was in a band. We had a uh, like a uh, message board that had a bunch of people on it. So I would always post my cartoons and stuff. Um, and so I started drawing "Badly Beaten Boy," and I put this out. Uh, maybe, maybe 2006 or something, maybe 2007. Um, and that just happened to be exists, seen there? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on arms like <laughs> I don't like showing it off. This is like the fifth time I put it on camera. Um, yeah, and then um, I actually somewhere in there I had done a Devil's Toilet uh, comic, but I oh, only, nice. I gave it to maybe three or four people. Um, it was just I worked at a printer, so I printed it at work. It was A4 sized. Um, but then, yeah, I, I over the course of Badly Beaten Boy, my drawing got better. So years later, I decided to do the Devil's Toilet again just as a, um exercise in drawing, just to get better at drawing. And had it on my computer for ages until Hayden Spirell walked into my work. I work at Alternate Worlds, comic book store. Yeah. And he put Rick McClune on the shelf um, and it said Reverie on it. And I picked it up and I was like, what's all this about? And spoke to Reverie and they put the Devil's Toilet out. And... Um, yeah, so I haven't looked back. Awesome. <laughs> That's good. So, uh, yeah, since you're you're since you're all artists here, so uh, every artist has that specific ritual that they do before you're starting work. I mean, I I like to drink my coffee before I start doing work. So, uh, what's your rituals, guys? So, Zach, you up? Um, I. Oh, my job. Um, <laughs> and then, if jokingly, if I have to draw a fight scene, I put the nanny on. Yes. What? I remember you telling me that. I remember you telling me that. Yes. The nanny. So I find I that fascinating. The nanny. I love the show, but somewhere deep in my brain, it makes the most meanest fights. <laughs> <laughs> Can you awesome. can imagine? Yeah, can imagine oh. Celtic history, and then there's the nanny. It is from it's from the nanny, you know. Uh, I'm sure Fran Jesher would love that. It's that voice that would make me angry as well. <laughs> I um, love Fran yeah. Then, <laughs> so uh, I normally work at night too. I, that's probably a major thing as well. Yeah, that helps a lot. Ah, uh, sleep is overrated. Yeah, <laughs> nobody sleeps in this group. So, how about you, Rob? Any rituals um, before you work? I like to do a seance, just summon any demons <laughs> that are in the area. No, um, so I don't know. The demon characters are, are yeah. real. Summoning you know? toilets. It's a yeah, special <laughs> ritual for summoning toilets. Yeah, it's, this is actually an autobiography. It was it was channeled <laughs> through me. Um, it just happened to be sitting here, Shane. Um, <laughs> yes. So, in terms of rituals, I guess, I mean, honestly, it's really just telling my kids to please be quiet for a few minutes. Daddy has to draw. Um, <laughs> that's how we get our money. And yeah, my son. Uh, well, firstly, he often tells me we've got money in his piggy bank, so Daddy doesn't need to draw. Um, or then he'll go off and he'll draw and then come and ask how much money you can get. And I was like, buddy, you're, all, you're going to do the first the first couple of hundred you got to do for free. Um, <laughs> no, I like, I like, I like um, cranking some music, um, which often case, like Zach, I do it at night when the kids are asleep. So cranking music in my headphones. Um, some vinegar chips next to me, Pepsi Max, and um, say hello to the next morning. And text Zach and say, Are you going to bed yet? 
That's <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Me and Zach have been saying hello to each other at two a.m. I have to <laughs> enjoy when you just look out your window and you're like, "Oh, sun's up, cool." <laughs> and then you're like, "I really need sleep." Nah, mm. it's fine. Ah, uh, uh, nah, sleep. So, how about you, Ed? Any rituals that you want to share with us? Karate um, gloves. Yeah. Yes, karate gloves. Yes. I don't know where it is at the moment. Apart from the karate gloves, uh, when I was drawing traditionally, um, the 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 thing I used to do was look for my pens and pencils everywhere for about an hour before I started because I could never find anything. But <laughs> I've got a drawing digitally. I've got the little holder in there. That makes it easier. So I don't really have any anymore. Now I know where my pen is. <laughs> oh, that's gold. <laughs> what I love is having a bucket full of like pens and you look for the one pen that you actually want, even though it's the same brand as the one that is going to you know the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it must be that pen. Yeah. <laughs> And then you can't find it, so then you literally like, fine, I'll draw something else that doesn't require that pen. I don't know. It's weird being an artist. <laughs> I'd watch the surgery on that guy. So he's in stitches, so. <laughs> I'm not Just a doctor. Why would you sorry. come to me for surgery? <laughs> Maybe it did karate on him. Yeah. That's why he's got stitches. <laughs> I did do karate when I was a kid. Uh, got to orange belt, so wow. I don't know if that. I'm not quite the final dragon, but I might be like the, <laughs> might a be bit the of the tail of a dragon. <laughs> you get it, get in. You're fine. You know what was the worst about double dragon back in the day? Playing it on Sega Master System was there's no saving or anything like that, and so yeah, you know. My dad would come in and go, all right, boys, we're going. It's like, no, we're up to the bit where you throw rocks at each other. <laughs> the master system it, was a good version, though. And, like, it yeah. felt like it went for about four hours, but then I yeah. played it as an adult, and I was like, it went for about 25 minutes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> time, time was of the essence when I was young, apparently. Oh, that's why they make them hard, because they weren't very long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, a, there's a joke in there, but I'm not sure. <laughs> oh no, no, there's no joke in there. No, uh -uh. That's, what, that's what she's with. No, anyway. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, nice. no. N next question, Jerome, quickly. Quickly. Okay. Quickly. <laughs> not too quick. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Let's not be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So, uh, which uh, uh, it, of course, all of us have that uh, our those favorite properties, intellectual properties that we, that we like a lot. I mean, which one is it for you guys, and why? Because at least for uh, and what if 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 you had the chance chance to modify or give give, give a small. A modification on your favorite stories you know what, what will it be i mean uh, let's i guess let's start with uh, ed um i'm not sure i don't know why you'd want to modify a story that you like well, it, well um, i mean yeah 
That's a good point. Yeah, maybe I don't understand the question, so maybe do something. I mean, else uh, you, yeah. What is, what is your favorite IP? We'll go with that. Your, yeah, your favorite well. comic. My favorite comic, uh, the superhero stuff. It was um, the the Keith Giffen and J M Demetrius Justice League in the nineties. Ah, and, nice. Um, ah, yes. And then after that, like uh, Preacher's one of my favorite comics ever. And I uh, really like the Max as well. Yeah, I was a yeah. big fan of the Max. I was a big fan of the Max. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, um, I, I had the whole set of the Maxes and I let them out about 15 years ago when I just got them back a couple of weeks ago. So I'm <laughs> looking forward to reading them all again. <laughs> nice. You're lucky you got them back after that long. Mm. They went through a couple of, they got lent around a fair bit, but. They've come back now. And I had the, the glow in the dark cover and the, the wizard oh. half issue as well. So nice. Pretty good collection. It's good to have it back now. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a glow in the dark one. I've got the yeah. full set, but I obviously don't have that one. I got it because it was in the like they kept matching it in the um letters pages in every issue. Everyone was always wanting the glow in the dark uh issue one and I saw it. It was like forty bucks at Alternate Worlds and I just had forty dollars in my bank so i emptied my bank account and went and got it it was meant to be mm. <laughs> so so uh what about you rob what's your favorite uh ip uh well so my favorite comic when i was uh like 16 or so was ghost rider my favorite character was ghost rider danny ketch ghost rider um spirits of vengeance when he was with johnny blaze as well um yeah. i don't know how, i'm i'm scared to reread them because i x-force was one of my favorites too and i reread and it just didn't wasn't the same as how i remembered it so i'm not going to reread spirits of vengeance would i love to write it probably not <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> like it would be interesting uh i have dabbled with, with writing a spec script for spider-man i feel like my sense of humor would lend itself to writing spider-man um my favorite comic of all time is why the last man um, but that's not a universe to play around with. That's that's a beautiful piece of work that shouldn't be touched. Um, like one of my favourite comics as a kid was an Australian comic that um, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that I could have them appear in Devil's Toilet. I want to do a crossover. And so I kind of don't want to like jinx it by saying it. But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say it, but no, if, cool. I could, if I could no, wrangle cool. it and it's it's slightly within the realm of possibility, then then I'll, I'll shoot my shot. It's like my, the um, lady I had a crush on when I was younger was Toddy Goldsmith. And I, um, you know how you have a list when, you, when you're with a partner or whatever, you might have like a, it was on Friends where you would have like a list of five celebrities yep. who, a hallway pass or whatever. Yeah, so, it. yeah, so Toddy Goldsmith was on my hallway pass thingy. And so, but years ago, I did a screenwriting course and I wrote a sitcom and I sent it to, to Toddy Goldsmith and she read it and she was like, you know, if you got this made, I, I would happily be in it. And then I was like, it was like seven degrees of like it gone down to one degree. I was like, I'm going to meet Toddy Goldsmith. I'm going to be writing a, a show <laughs> with Toddy Goldsmith. 
and I told my wife about it, and she wasn't super happy. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember what my author, I, I willed it into existence. Is is my point? So I'm trying to will this team up with the Devil's Toilet and they who shan't be named into existence. So see how we go. Maybe on the next uh, live stream, I'll report back. And if it was a failure, I'll tell you who it was. And uh, <laughs> yeah, if it's a success, I'll tell you who it was. But well, yeah. fingers crossed it's a success. success. Yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> I can't say words now. No. <laughs> so now, Zach, what's yours? What's your favorite IP? Um, In comics. Batman, Wonder Woman, probably. Except oh, yeah. I'm probably too terrified to touch those fans because they're also because they did in 2010 they did a Wonder Woman Odyssey story where they did a really cool story but and she was in an alternate reality and they gave her pants and the series got cancelled because she wore pants. <laughs> so I'm just like, wow, we do not mess with these characters. <laughs> um but as for like bringing up like dream crossovers, and mine is not gonna happen, so um, it's Braun and Zena. I think that'll be fun. I could draw it, but I'll be cool. <laughs> you could draw it, just don't show it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll publish it for free. Um, no, they could do a bootleg, that's it. Someone's actually asking to do. a sketch cover of them two together. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so Call it fan parody. Yeah. There is Brawl and fan parody, no? That'd be cool. That's awesome. So, uh, so uh, if the 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 community is getting bigger, and but there there's still this uh like group of Australian comic book creators that uh, came before you guys or came after you guys. So uh, which which other Australian comic book creators do you follow? And which ones do you want to work with in the future? I guess we partially answered this, but, you know. You, Rob let's, answer this one. Let, so, yeah, let's not put uh, oh, I limits. Can you, I can tell you others. Um, I'm doing a torn Southern Squadron crossover that I wrote uh, with Dave DeVries of Southern Squadron fame. Um, I would work with Dave again in a heartbeat. It was it was a it was like going to writing class every time we spoke. Um, <laughs> Ed just texted me, and yes, he guessed <laughs> it. Um, he guessed who who my dream team up is. Um, I, Gary Challoner, I would love to do something with. Um, Tim McEwen, Greener Pastures, I would love to do something with. Um, yeah, those are those are my top three, I guess. Cool, cool. Uh, I also, also had a chat with with the Dave DeVries the a few days ago, a week ago, yeah. and it's yeah, it's like talk, it's like talking to uh, going to a lecture, you know, like a comic yeah. book lecture. I mean, it helps. He's a, he teaches writing, so yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, how about Ed? Who, who's your dream team? Um, but back in the day, the um, the Platinum Grit was like I think one of the best Aussie comics around at the time, and um, 
Bug and Stump was really good as well. And um, <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose if those guys were still doing, I haven't seen the um, the Platinum Grid people around. I don't think, but um, yeah, I suppose yeah, those guys. Yeah, I've had a look to see if they're around, and yeah, I haven't had much luck either. Because their old stuff is quite hard to get. Because I wanted to see what it's all about. Because I haven't had the luck to actually um, to read it like you must have. Yeah, well, you could get it at the newsagents when the the newsagents had comics and. Mm. So that cool. was, uh, yeah, and oh, there was um Cyber Swine as well, which is a pretty crazy book. Like, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, I suppose that's probably what the one that I'd like to do that suits my style the most would be the Cyber Swine with the. It's like a it's like Robocop, but he's a pig guy. Nice. And I did a cyber a cyber swine comic in the around '96, I think. But um, what like one that came out? Like no, it's just a, I took right. it to um a convention, but then uh, never showed it to any of the guys. They had um bug and stump cyber swine, and there was um is it called? uh officer punks or something it's like a mm -hmm. a dirty harry cop who had big long hair and he just shot everyone and there's a crazy nice. comic um <laughs> there's a fair bit of stuff was actually going around in the in the early 90s before the big market crash yeah yeah and it was good that so, you could get it like at the you'd see it when you were looking at the x-men's and stuff yeah, well, <laughs> yeah that's, that's pretty like, cool yeah, Bug and Stump, I just, like, went to get my X-Force and, and there was this comic that I'd never seen, picked it up and, yeah, fell in love. Join the dots. What could you have been talking about before? <laughs> Bug and Stump, I would love to do a Bug and Stump Devil's Toilet team up. I'm oh, just working, nice. I'm working on a pitch so that I can go to them with the... Look, I'll just put it out there. So, my signature on this book... It's hard to see, but Mark Sexton, the creator of Bug and Stump, used to sign his books like this. I was a kid, read Bug and Stump, basically ripped off his signature. Mine's a more graffiti version of it, but it wasn't until years later that I was looking at it. I was like, oh, that's I still sign it in the Bug and Stump style. Worse than that, this the robot on the front cover, who then goes on to appear in the <laughs> Devil's Toilet, I was just looking at it and I was wondering where... Like I was like, that's a pretty cool design for a robot. Where did, where would I have come up with that? Because I, I came up with, I came up with it when I was like sixteen or so. I didn't come up with it. I damn near ripped it off. Bug and stump. Isn't so, that the police, the, the police robots from Bug and yeah, Stump? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm going to find those royalty check. Yeah. So I'm. I've told Mark Sexton about the signature thing, and he laughed it off. I'm going to tell him that I'm going to blow up the robot in the next issue. And get rid of it, but I thought maybe it could blow up because Bug and Stump tell it that it's blow copyright it infringement and it should blow up. So we'll see. <laughs> it's out there now. What do you think, Mark? Let's do it. Double sign. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. <laughs> They've got a Mark Sexton um, sketch of Bug. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. He's a good artist. Yeah, hell yeah. I feel like him and your final dragon character could have a hair off. The two big crazy hairstyles. Oh yeah, it was um, <laughs> Stump. He was uh, he was a real like little guy, wasn't he? Yeah, Stump was. Yeah, yeah. Before he had the haircut, before he got the thing chopped off. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. It's oh, all coming yeah. back now. So, how about you, Zach? The only started really collecting funny from the early 2000s. And my experience with Indies are only very recent. I really enjoy Matt Carr's Wrath of the Curse. Oh, yeah, it's a good book. Oh, yeah, um, it's cool, yeah. He very generously just goes, here you go, you can have a crossover, just do what you want with my character. That's terrifying. <laughs> Killed him on the first page. <laughs> no, all I did was make his ancestor work with Bronwyn, and I'm slowly morphing Bronwyn into his canon. <laughs> awesome. Um... So that when he sells the movie rights, they have to buy the Bronwyn rights because otherwise you can't tell <laughs> nice. his full story. This is genius. Yes. Um, yes. So in this new issue, even I work in like the his current first version, retelling how the ancestor first met Bronwyn and that he's part of a cult that Bronwyn's part of. It. So I'm like intertwining them. There's <laughs> no way in hell that they're ever getting apart. <laughs> Um, but Matt Khan's a really cool dude. It's rare you let someone touch your property, let alone like, hey, I trust you with it. So That's pretty cool. And I know he likes it, so that's a bonus. Awesome. Um, and then yeah. during the calendar, the comics calendar, met a few people have already become my new calendar people. I'm covered. <laughs> I think that nearly half of them. Two of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, so what's the ideal future for you guys? I mean, uh, are you go? Uh, if you are you looking to what go main full mainstream or what? Are are you are you? Hey, yeah, gonna say indie. Oh, uh, uh, let's start with, yeah. yeah Rob, Rob, Rob looks <laughs> ready to answer. <laughs> I it was, was Rob. Keeping, keeping it rolling. Um, no, I mean, if it stayed exactly like it is for me right now, I would be more than happy. I'm having the time of my life. I've got lots of books on the go and um, making more and more friendships in the comic, uh, Australian comic scene and stuff. Um like my ultimate ultimate goal i would love to have a cartoon based on maybe the devil's toilet or frederick Cialoni or just anything um i would love to yeah i'd love to voice a character and all that sort of stuff i'd love to have like two serious long-running books with image or idw or something like that um but yeah as i say i'm working with some awesome people now um working on some awesome projects now so if everything just stayed like this too i'd be more than happy so yeah, that's me. Yep, awesome projects, awesome projects. Uh, oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Zach? Um, I think mainstream would scare me. Because then you'd be on that monthly deadline. And I'd do everything for Bronwyn. And I wouldn't be able to do that on a month, month basis. A whole book for Bronwyn. Um, Makes sense. 
in this pool, I like being in the I control for one and the rights to it and everything. And yep. I can pick and choose who I work with. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'll probably say indie. Although the mainstream money's attractive. Yeah. And I don't have money now, and I still don't care. So I don't think money's a factor when you get really enjoying making comics. Yeah, uh, money's overrated. I don't think there's that much money in it anymore. Anyway, oh, okay. They, they keep lowering the page rates and stuff, so. Oh, okay. The, the dream of, of um, working for Marvel or DC is just really not as attractive as it nah. used to be. Well, oh, okay. It's getting harder and harder to get in anyway. So. But yeah, there's less and less books, and most of their guys are from, like the artists, are, they're getting it from Europe and South America now, so. Comics is where it's at. Yep. The, the big three they've been saying already, Marvel, DC, and Comics. Comics, yep. <laughs> oh, we all know we're better than DC and Marvel. <laughs> where else can you see two? We know we're better. Where else can you see a, a turtle detective and a giraffe detective in totally different stories? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cover you showed me last night, I laughed. And I didn't think to bring the covers into this, so I've only got the other um the promotional. You told me I had to have the cover done before tonight. That's why I did it yesterday. (laughs) I made the deadline. You made the deadline. I forgot. He was just saying that so you get it done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have the book done in time, and then he'll go. All right, it's ready for next year. What? What about yourself, Ed? Where do, where um, do you see yourself? The the Marvel and DC thing definitely was the like the impetus to start like back in the nineties, like that was the big deal. And yep. like image was huge. Yeah. But now it's that's definitely um like you wouldn't be able to do a thing like Final Dragon at a at a major publisher or anything like that, so um, and I think radicals too weird and uh, unpolished for those sorts of things, but so it's an indie all the way. Like, what's weird about laser balls? Laser balls, seriously. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, weird about yeah, laser balls? I would love to get an image eye on like the cover of radical. That would be pretty sweet. So yeah, that yeah. that would be like a long term goal. Is after um. Like the the Justice League at issue sixty, they stopped the the funny version and went to the just normal superhero style again. Uh, um, I think that was in ninety two or yeah, it was ninety two. It was lead up to the the death of Superman, and so I completely lost interest in that. And then that's when I started getting into the all the image stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's basically been image all the way. Since Did then, everyone here have that phase of like you're like a hardcore Marvel DC and you just like fade out and you're like, oh, image, <laughs> Dark Horse. Yeah, yeah. I bought I bought every single image book I could find. Like I would buy oh. number four of that, number six of that, just anything. Yeah, because they were so pretty. I went to Dark Horse for the Hellboy 
and now I'm like trying to backfill everything. So any comic book goes back issues of like BPRD or Soul Boy or Witchfinder or or many of his other hundreds of spin-offs. Mm. Like just buying all the single back issues. It's like why? I'm like, it's genius work. World building wise is pretty genius. Oh yeah. But um the main Hellboy story is pretty Did he end up finding that witch or is he still looking? Pardon? Did he end up finding the witch, witch finder, or is he still looking? Is there Uh, more than one witch? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, mate. That was, I was just shooting my shot then. (laughs) This will get him laughing. Oh, no. Oh, good stuff. His witch finder knows who Jack the Ripper is, but won't tell. So. What? Is that Jack the Ripper in, in Witchfinder, is there? Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Volume 6 is for Reign of Dark, and he finds out who Jack the Ripper is. But he's sworn I, under allegiance to the crown not to reveal who it is. So he can't. I was telling Zach, so I have Zach, uh, Zach the Ripper, Jack the Ripper in my um, <laughs> Chaloni book. And then Zach <laughs> was telling me about all the different Jack the Ripper stories that he's read, and I was like, there's nothing original about what I'm doing. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe Zach the Ripper is my in, and I'll just have you rock, running around London's Why East End. Why what I do in the morning? <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> Except it's you. No, I thought it was you ripping farts, Zach the Ripper. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, oh dear. I do a I do a comic about toilets, you guys. So, body yes, humor yes. is my bag. <laughs> Is my colostomy bag? Yeah. Cool. So, okay. So, Jerome, we got any more questions? Hey, we're all like, Rob, well, you need an app. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. Uh, what else should, uh, okay. What, what else can I ask? Okay. Uh, let's wing it. Uh, do you start drawing from, uh, what, what do you draw your, drawings from yeah, that's that's a weird question <laughs> where do you get your drawings from you know guys i mean is it from life is it from experiences is it just imagine Reference. letting your imagination run wild yeah i mean ed i guess rob, let's start with ed rob where did you th- oh we're starting with ed i was gonna say where did you get toilets from seriously where do you where do you figure out how to draw a toilet <laughs> uh well so um as I was saying, like uh, Simpsons and Nick May. So Nick May is a, my best friend's brother. He had a character called Paperface, which was a square with eyes. Um, if you might remember the Tucker bag, like the brown bag over her head. Yeah. And so Paperface yeah. was a guy with a chainsaw with a big brown paper bag over his head. So it was a square with two eyes. And I thought it was genius because you're doing all these panels and panels and panels. And it was always just a square with two eyes. And I was just like, what can I do that's a square with two eyes? And I drew a square <laughs> with two eyes. And then I drew a circle underneath it. And bang, I had a toilet. And then why would a toilet have eyes? I don't know. The devil gave them, gave them to him. And, it's, <laughs> and I was like, this thing writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where the devil's toilet came from. What about you, Ed? Um, the karate comic is uh, pretty much all from my imagination. And there's um, there's certain autobiographical things in Radical, mainly the flight and the shooting lasers out of your fingers. But um, 
yeah, it's mostly imagination and reference for backgrounds and stuff. Oh, yeah, cool. And it's there's there's a potty human in my book as well. Lots of poo jokes and stuff. Nice. Careful now, you're you're breaching into my territory. I am the poop area. I am the poop man of Australian comics. <laughs> when did Devil's Toilet first come out? Uh, well, the first one oh, came we're out. Oh, into that round, right, are we? Yeah. <laughs> it was before when when Zach said Vivian is from 1990, uh, 1920s? 1920. Yeah, and I was like, Frederick Shaloni's from 1889, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> is that like, when you put your first book out? It's, 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 yeah, fictionally, fictionally, <laughs> Shaloni was first. So. <laughs> well, fictionally, you win then. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it works. So if I create a Spider-Man that was born before Peter Parker was born, yeah, you get the copyright. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get the copyright. Yeah, I'm no scientist. Get onto it. That's just good. Science. Get onto it now. Yeah. Technically, Vivian Jones is 40 years old in 29. So let's back okay. the pedal there. <laughs> yeah, let me just do some quick maths because I think Frederick Colonna <laughs> is like 82. That age, then I'll make mine older. Yeah, she's like, she's, he's like three minutes older. Slash, Frederick we should probably just give them the same parents or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they both went to the same detective school. Just trying to find his long lost brother. Does fall through a toilet portal. Yeah. <laughs> Where where does Vivian like this is a somewhat serious question like um where did what where in the world is it set in its own world or in the actual world London is it really <laughs> is it really London Giraffe yeah. London oh amazing does he, does, does he work for Scotland Yard no okay all right so we have um. some. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should talk. We could probably tie their origins together. <laughs> I'm actually somewhat out. serious. <laughs> yeah, you know, same Detective Academy. Yeah. The Animal Detective Academy. <laughs> Everyone else is cave one that's like, you are talk of these freaks. <laughs> they came there with Tim Styles' uh, knock around guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Animal detectives through the ages. <laughs> nice. Well, we're on the hour, guys. So, what I might do is I'll just bring up some nice little pretty pictures for everyone. And we'll start with the guy who's missing I'll, tonight. I'll just be waiting here off to the side to. Yeah, I can just press this button here and make you disappear. No. Um, okay, so we've got Foes here by Peter Wilson. He couldn't make it tonight. Uh, this is a comic about a demon and an alien on Earth trying to take over the Earth, and that's the devil's toilet to the side there. <laughs> <laughs> For comparison purposes. <laughs> For comparison purposes, yep. So, and they're trying to take over the earth and they hate each other because each of them want to be the one who does it. So, so I just voiced that one for um, on sale now. On sale on now, moves. yes. On sale now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now we'll give Ed the, uh, the floor. 
Depp. So this is Final Dragon. That's the the main character. His name is Bobby Long. And um, yeah, it's a karate comic. It's about um, but it's a karate story. So it's about revenge and karate and lots of blood and karate kicks. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Two can play this game, Rob. <laughs> I was staying out of it now that it's Ed talking about his book. When it was, <laughs> when it was Peter's not here, Peter's fair game. But no. Cool. Thanks, Ed. Um, there you go. Hey, it's my time to shine, you guys. Um, Frederick Maloney. Back in frame. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Turtle Detective. Other way, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he, um, what's his deal? So he he has been hunting demons. He's got one left before um, having completely gotten rid of them from London's East End. But a pesky killer named Jack the Ripper is uh, getting in his way and stopping him from what he feels is his true purpose is to rid London of demons. Uh, can he do both by the end of the third issue? We'll have to find out. <laughs> nice. I should have made these pictures bigger. I'll have to remember this next time, especially if Rob's on this. Rob's on. So, yes. <laughs> so tell us a little um, bit about Vivian. First of all, I'm going to apologize to Happy Harold thanking a giraffe smoke. Oh. <laughs> um, I think it's fine. Only an Australian would get, only an Australian would get the reference. It's great. Um, <laughs> look, you're not Australian unless you get taught drugs in a van by a puppet giraffe. All right. <laughs> um, uh, so the occult detective, after a brush in with a very famous witch in history, you're gonna have to read find out what one um, nice uh, so there's 20 years after he's being attacked by said witch he's a witch hunter hunting witches down his friend is a wiccan witch a white witch she's named after nicholas scott Nic nicola lafay tying into more witchcraft history and Nicholas Scott knows this and have a seal of approval. Nice. Um, but yes, yeah, so lots of occult stuff. Very cool. Awesome. Thanks, Zach. Now I'll bring on the one with everyone. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Well, so so um, I guess this is my turn now. So um, I started reading comics. Oh, sorry. Hang on. No. Um, so this is coming out in August of, of this year. Um, we're doing a Kickstarter in July. Um, so be ready for that, everyone. Uh, and these four wonderful stories are all in the one anthology. Um, and that's the Comic Studio Presents, which will be a bi-monthly... Um, uh, anthology. Yeah, I was looking for the word then. So yeah, so um, check out these guys' stories in August, and I know you'll love them. I've, I've had the, uh, the lucky fortune of reading some of them, uh, not all of them, 
uh, some of them and um they're great they're these are awesome and uh like ed's been streaming his so awesome if you if you um actually i should put that on no actually yeah it's ed Beasley art at on twitch could you type it into the private chat so i can just copy and paste it sure Uh, and if anyone else has a link they want to share, throw it in there now. Throw you in there now. If you want to. And where's there? Hang on, Make I should sure probably check flush, that. Rob. Throw him in and Thank you. Thank you very much. Now I've got to remember what to press. That's not it. Oh, it doesn't just show up. There we go. So there's Ed's Twitch. Go over there, check out Ed's drawing. It's a lot of fun. Um, I haven't been able to watch it for a while because of the calendar Kickstarter, but I've had the, the fortune of being able to watch it again, and it's great fun. Um, thank now you. I go, no, no, thank you. <laughs> and then we got this one here. I've just got to navigate. No, that's not it. Should have prepared these earlier. This is uh, Psycho Janitor for Rob, Spedzy Lyle, or Rob Lyle slash Spedzy. So that's uh, where you can catch his comics and um, all my stuff. Yeah, Links cool. To all my comics. And... and I'm pressing the wrong button again. Anything you want to share, Zach, or just set what Zach drew is yeah. where you find Zach. Or Isaac. He goes by many man names in Mysterious Man. Zach the Ripper. What Zach drew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's another famous serial killer. I could swipe the name. Cool. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not used to these buttons. I really aren't. Cool. So. Uh, thank you, everyone. I'll get rid of that picture if I can find it. There. Uh, Thanks, everyone. It was great to have you tonight. Um, great to James, have you. You had me? <laughs> you had me? So easy to derail you. you. You had me at hello. Um, <laughs> uh, Drome, stick around because we're going to do some Kickstarters. But um, everyone else, thank you very much for coming. Oh, that's a lovely drawing. Yeah. That's yep. Annika, the Angel of Awesome. Um, when this is all said and... I'm looking forward to trying to draw that toilet realistic in my style. Because that would be awesome. Probably not What's that from, Ed? That's um, the final dragon. That's the They're called the dual dragons. Oh, okay. That's when they were young and they were fighting in competitions. Bring back your Copic marker work. Never. <laughs> What it looks like on the back as a yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow, that looks really good. Thank you. Very cool. 
Well, um, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, I'll let you go so I don't hold you up for the night. Um, it was great having you all. Um, it was good to learn a little bit about each of you. And thank you for being on the Comex Studio Presents. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. Thank you guys. Pleasure. Yep. Thank you, guys. Who shall I remove first? <laughs> oh, Ed's in control here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay, um, Jerome. Yeah. What we'll we'll quickly jump over to the Kickstarters here. Now, I will just go back to these little banner links, whether I'm remembering everything. Okay, so everyone, if you go to comex.vp VIP, sorry slash latest Kickstarter, that will take you to the latest Australian indie Kickstarters. So I'll just leave that up on the page. You can see how we got where we're going. And it'll help if I actually share my screen. So these are the latest Kickstarters for Australia at the moment for Australian indie comics. So if you haven't checked these out, again, go to comx.vip slash latest Kickstarter. And this will take you to the latest Kickstarters that are out at the moment. We've got Super RBA or Super... Super, super Ready Battle Armor. Uh, Ready Battle Armor, that's it. Yeah. Um, Lady of the Light, issue four. Um, that's currently 63, uh, sorry, 36% funded. So if you can, this is a good comic, this one. It's Great story, a bit of a manga style to it. Is that correct? Um, yep. You've read more of these than I have, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah, follows, it follows more uh, of a manga style uh, than traditional comics, but it is quite good. Uh, you can give it a read. Uh, it has its first three issues out, and this is the fourth one, which should uh, continue with the story. And there's yeah. something interesting coming, so. And Halftone Productions, I believe it's uh, Brad. Brad. Bradley Aiden, yeah. Yeah, that's it, Bradley Aiden, yep. Yeah. Uh, who writes this particular story. Uh, nothing bad on you that I haven't read it. It's just I've skimmed it because it's in my massive pile of two reads. So it's, it's not <laughs> a bad thing that I haven't read it. It's because I haven't read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I have skimmed it. It looks pretty cool. I've had a look at the art, so it looks pretty cool, um, which I do to every comic as it comes in, and then I put it in the pile, and then I eventually read it. So we've got Grill of My Dreams, The Sheep and the Ghost, which I believe is the third or fourth Grill of My Dreams. It's the third, yeah. It's the third, third one. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's recovering from a gunshot wound. I'm just reading straight here. Uh, and finds himself in a retire... No, he's trying uh, to retire no, from being a superhero, and he finds himself in a yep. nunnery. Uh, yep. A nunnery of sheep, I believe. Yep. Um, which is, and this one's going splendidly. Two two hundred and twenty six percent funded. So that just shows still you still have sixteen days to go. Still got sixteen days to go. So get on to that one, guys and girls. Um, there's a reason this is going so well. Um, all these other comics, he, Tim Styles is a great writer, um, and his other comics are just they're great to read, and people know this, and that's why this is being funded so well. Then we've got Fox and the Hound, issue four. Oh, we've got a few issues four, see? Um, I love this line. You came for the TNA, you stayed for the jokes. 
and now we're off tissue four. <laughs> That's a great line, that one. I thought yep. I think Nicole's done great there. Um, this one's a little bit more adult, but it's a lot of fun. It's not just uh, sexiness for the sake of sexiness. It's actual... Yep. So a lot of cool strong women in it and uh they're they're there and they're there to kick ass and yes yes definitely and then we've still got a few down here as well um they're all funded but they're um this one's crazy amount of money yeah hundred hundred one thousand dollars just 16 hours to go just 16 hours to go yes it's i think they will be very happy uh, I don't know too much about that comic, so I can't tell you too much about that one. The comic lyric booklet, um, I haven't looked into this. I should have had a look at this beforehand. But that's got 17 days to go. They're 238% funded, um, so they're going quite well. This one's interesting. Seven-year-old girl, first comment, comic, um, a comic about bullying. Um, I just found this today myself, actually. Uh, she's giving out bracelets to some of the rewards that she's made herself. Um, this is kind of cute. And, um, yeah, so it must have had a very low pledge level because it's at $90 and it's 361% funded. So, but that's a nice a little feel-warm type of... For... Yeah. Some, yeah. Spirits Beside oh, Us. This is Spirits Beside Us, yeah. Do you know about this one? Ah, I I think I've heard about it somewhere, but uh, it's a, it's a, it's still a mystery to me about the entire story, you know. Yeah, it's still a mystery still to me need as to well. Give it a good. It's got seven days to go. It's a fantasy comic of warring cults in the modern day, so it sounds interesting. I'll have to have a look at that. And um, so it's seventeen days ago. So next week we'll have another look at this when I've had a proper read of it, and that's all the open. Um, everything else is finished. Oh, what's this one? What's oh. this one? Oh, 18 month calendar. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, yeah. too late. Too late, everyone. You've missed out. You've missed out. <laughs> so that's all the Kickstarter. So again, go to comics.vip slash latest Kickstarter to get the latest Australian indie comics so you can find out what's out there in Australian indie comics in Kickstarter so you can support them. Because um, once you get hooked on Australian indie, there's no turning back. Uh, it's yep. great stuff out there. It's just awesome comics. Um, lots of I'm variety, loving, too. Lots of variety. Many different styles, many different genres. Um, I mean, we've got talking toilets with arms and guns. How? Yeah. We have karate guys. We have animal we've got detectives. Guys. You know? We've got animal detectives. Uh, and that's just in our comic. So, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much, everyone. Um, I'll bring this back to we'll make Jerome the voice in the darkness <laughs> <laughs> I'll well, eventually come out eventually <laughs> eventually yeah um, well thank you everyone for joining us tonight it was uh, I had a lot of fun tonight I hope you did as well um, it was good meeting all the people from the comic studio presents um, comic anthology. I keep forgetting to say anthology. And um, thank you, Jerome, for coming out again tonight to be my co-host. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for the the 
the great questions that I will one day think to ask myself. But for now, I'll just leave that as your job. And, yep. um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so thank you, everyone. For, and um, that'll be us for the night. Um, have a great night, everyone. And if you're in YouTube, please, uh, down here somewhere, Give us is a, a like. It's a subscribe button. So subscribe yeah, to our like channel. Yeah. Click that. And I think there's a like there somewhere as well. Um, this this side. So yeah, thank you very much. And um, have a great night. Have a great night, guys. See you, Jerome. See you. Take care. <laughs>